out blessings, Lord. Don't forget about me. Talking about a true and living God. He is so good. He is so kind. And he is oh so merciful. And we just thank him. We just praise him. We just thank him for who he is in our lives. Do we not? Is he not your all in all? Come on, somebody. Is he not the one who grants unto you life, health, and strength? The activities of your limbs, clothed in your right mind. Come on, somebody. Is it not you that he does this for? Oh, God is a good God. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. This morning, this morning, we just want to remind you that Kids Corner is every first Wednesday of the month. Every first Wednesday of the month with Minister Jessica Carlin. Tune in with your children. Kids Corner. First Wednesday, the first Wednesday of each month at 7 o'clock p.m. Then each Thursday, every Thursday, we have regular Bible study with Pastor Gwen at 7 o'clock p.m. Right here on Facebook, Greater Vision Christian Church. Join us. We want to remind you that your, your givings, your givings are doing greatness uh, we are on channel 23 every Sunday and every Wednesday at 8 o'clock p.m. And then we are on Preach the Word Worldwide Ministries. We are there every, every Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. Uh, we want to let you know, let you know and remind you that a new month is about to come in. And on the first Monday in October at 8 o'clock p.m. will be a time for spiritual and uh, personal and spiritual empowerment. Join us at 8 o'clock p.m. on the first Monday in October at 8 o'clock p.m. for a time for personal and spiritual empowerment. Oh, ladies, we haven't forgotten you. Ladies, we haven't forgotten you. WOPP, WOPP will be the second Saturday in October at 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, we will be live on Zoom. Uh, the topic will be mental health. Make yourself aware. Mental health. Make yourself aware. Uh, more info is forthcoming, so stay tuned. Follow us, Greater Vision Christian Church Facebook page, and there you will be able to get more information on how to get on with us on Zoom for that workshop, WOPP, second Saturday in October at 10 o'clock a.m. Well, there is always good news that we like to share. We like to share good news. And this morning, this morning, we just want to share with you that God is still, God is still blessing. And God is still giving us a word to share with the people. God would not have us ignorant, but he would have us full of knowledge and wisdom, understanding that we might truly live out the life that he has purposed for us to do in a knowledgeable manner. And so we want to say congratulations to Overseer Jesse Bowen. Overseer Jesse Bowen has published another book. This time is not a martial arts book. But it's a spiritual book. And it's God Gives Me Vision. God Gives Me Vision. 
Oh, Jesse boy, learn to receive the true abundance of God. And Jesse says that in this book, you will learn how God speaks to you through visualization, meditation, prayer, and intuition as you build your spiritual vision. Get the book. Get the book. You can find them on Jesse Boyd's page on Facebook. Go there. You can also go to Amazon. Go to Amazon. He's there. Uh, find the book. Go there. Get it. Get it. Look in our comment section here this morning and you will be able to find more information about how to get this knowledge, how to get this book. God gives me vision. Congratulations, Overseer Jesse Bowen. Well, we here at GVCC, we are on a mission, on a mission to do the will of God. And we need you. We need you to help us. We need you to help us through and by four ways, four ways that you can help us. Go to our church page, Greater Vision Christian Church, and you can like us. At the bottom of your screen this morning, there's a share button. Click on that share button, share let your friends, let others know where you're receiving your word, your, your, your meal that is going to give you the nourishment to get through these days. Share, then subscribe. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Subscribe. You can get information about us at any time. Anytime that we're doing something, subscribe. It, you will be notified. Subscribe, like, share, subscribe, and then give. Give to this ministry. Give to God's ministry. We are truly working to do the will of God, and you can see that we are not doing anything out of our line with what God will have us to do. And if we are, we pray that God will stop us right where we are. And get us back in line. Because to mislead his people is not what we desire to do. We desire to feed his people the word of God. That they might be in these days who God has called them to be. And we can do that. We can do more of that. Because we want to reach the masses. We can do more of that through and by your giving. Don't, don't be selfish with it. Don't just get the word for yourself. Go ahead. Give. Look in the comment section there. Show how you can give back to this ministry that you may help us to reach the masses that someone else, someone else who are a lost right now, that they might be found through and by hearing the word of God. Well, it's that time. It's that time. Go ahead now and, and get your, your offerings. Go ahead and get your offerings. And give back unto God just a portion of what he has blessed you with. Give back a portion because you truly can't be God's giver. We've tried it for ourselves. 
And we know that you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Oh, oh, we found here at GBCC that because we are tithers, because we are givers, that the windows of heaven are open over our lives and everything that we touch, we, it prospers. Our health, our wealth, oh, it's all upon us. God just blesses us because we are being obedient and doing what he's asked of us to do. Oh, if you want these things, just go ahead and speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Use the power of your tongue. Lord, I desire, I desire a, a, a fruitful life. I desire more abundance of, of good health. Oh, Lord, I desire your wealth. Lord, I desire your favor. Go ahead and give back now. And watch what God does for you. Go to the throne of grace. Most gracious and all wise God, right now we come, oh God, with humble hearts. Wanting to say thank you. Thank you for how you're blessing GVCC. Blessing those who are listening virtually, receiving this word. How you're blessing those, oh God, who, who we are able to touch out in the streets on a daily basis. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. Bless each household now, Lord. Bless those who desire to give but just didn't have. Oh, God, for we know that in due season, they shall reap their harvest as well. Then let them not forget to give back of the first fruits of their increase. Oh, Lord, we thank you now. We thank you now for being a God of promise. We're going to keep on giving, Lord. Because we found that it's really true. That we can't beat your giving. We can't beat it. No matter how we try. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. You just can't beat his givings. No matter how you try, God is a God of promise that he is. Well, it's word time. It's word time. You have your word. Go with us to 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. And we will be reading verses 3 through 6. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, verses 3 through 6. And it reads, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. 
We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Let us pray. Most gracious and all wise God, we come now because we need to hear from thee. It's a new season. They call it fall. Some say autumn. It's a new season. Look around. The leaves are falling. The grass is not growing as it usually does as rapidly and it's beginning to change colors somewhat. There are some changes taking place. The weather does not feel as it has felt. There are some changes taking place. Oh God, as we come this morning, we need to hear from you. Because as these changes take place in this world, in the elements, we also acknowledge that there are some changes taking place in our natural and our spiritual bodies. So God, we come now asking of you to give us, oh Lord, what it is that we need right now. The Lord, these changes will be for the better of each of us. No more Gwen, Lord, but more of thee. No more Gwen, Lord, but more of thee. Fill me, O oh God, and allow me to be used of you. Let your people, O oh God, be hearers, partakers, doers. Let us each strive to be more like thee. Now may the words of our mouths and the meditation of our heart be acceptable, O oh God, in thy sight. O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Church says amen. Amen and amen. <clears throat> This morning, we've come with a word from the Lord. We recognize that there are some changes taking place. We can feel it in the atmosphere. There are some changes taking place. We turn on the TV to be abreast of the local and the worldwide news and we find that there are some changes taking place. And all of these changes that are taking place makes us aware that there is an enemy in the land. Come on, somebody. There's an enemy in the land. 
And so as Christians, we know Jesus has already defeated Satan for us. But that doesn't mean Satan isn't going to use certain strategies to try and trick us into believing otherwise. Because you see, his strategies are intended to keep us defeated and to take everything that is rightfully ours. And this is where some Christians are deceived. They say, you know, the enemy is already defeated. Then lie down and take a whipping. If we had no responsibility to stand our ground against the devil's schemes, then God would not have told us to do what? To resist the devil. Or to use the weapons of our warfare. And he would have had no need to give us authority over all the power of the enemy. You do know you have power over the enemy, do you not? There's an enemy in the land. And we, we, we need to have a battle plan. So that Satan will not outsmart us and, and we do this by becoming familiar with this evil scheme it's what the military calls intelligence God has given us all the intelligence we need to keep the devil under our feet Psalms 144 and 1 says that he trains our hands to war you see, he reveals the enemy's strategies and then he tells us the plan of counterattack. So, so don't let the devil catch you off guard. Oh, you be prepared. Because there's an enemy, I tell you, in the land. There's a story, there's a story that's uh, been told of a mental hospital that many years ago devised an unusual test to determine when their patients were ready to go back into the world. And so what they did was they brought a candidate to release to a room where a water faucet was left on so that the sink overflowed and was pouring water all over the floor. And, and then they handed, now, they handed the patient a mop and told him or her to mop up the water. Oh, oh, I hope you can see this thing. And if the patient had enough sense to turn off the faucet before mopping up the water, he or she, they said, was ready to be released. But, but if, as in the case of many, if the patient started mopping while the water was still flowing, then they said, oh, you need to stay here a little longer for treatment. And so as Christians, all of us face the world in which we live and are confronted with the need to do battle with the evil that dominates it. But like the patients in the mental hospital, until... We realize where the source, where the source of that evil is. We will make 
no real contribution. Because you see, there's an enemy in the land. And to see less evil in the world means that we must conquer the evil that is pouring forth from our own heart. That is conversion. And then to deal with the evil around us, just like those in the mental hospital, we need a mop and a bucket. You see, we need the spiritual armor that God has provided for us. And so, 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 you see, he attacks us. This enemy, he attacks you and I when we least expect it. See, rarely now, rarely does he approach us with an overt invitation to evil. After all, think about it. If the devil came up wearing a name tag that said, hello, my name is Satan, we would recognize him immediately. Or if he said, I've come to destroy everything that is good in your life. I plan to destroy your family, your marriage, your reputation, your integrity, and everything that is good in your life. And when I am finished, you will end up in hell forever. So if the devil now came to us talking like that, oh, what would you say? You better get out of here. You better leave me alone. But he doesn't appear that way. He comes to us like the serpent came to Eve in the garden with a simple question that causes us to doubt God's goodness. Yeah, yeah, he comes. He comes as an angel of light, talking about tolerance and telling us not to be so uptight and judgmental in our morality. He comes, oh yes, it does, with insinuation that we have been mistreated. That's why he think, makes you want to think that you've been mistreated and that we're right to be angry and hurt. And then what does he do? He whispers, go ahead, say what you're thinking. And, and when you do, he laughs. Because now we've destroyed a friendship. Yeah, yeah, when you, 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 you just open your mouth and said, you can't take it back. And so you're destroying a friendship and we may have destroyed our own future. Or, or he convinces us that a little pornography doesn't matter. Oh, who am I talking to? Or he seduces us into thinking that the truth is in the eye of the beholder. Or he encourages us to take the low road. Oh, oh, he, he, he even nurses within us a grudge that becomes a root of bitterness that leads to the outbreak of anger. Come on, somebody. Who knows? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. You see, God, God, our Heavenly Father, he gives us to understand who and what our real enemy is. It is not the individual as much as it is the spirit in the individual. And this is why, church, you have to learn how to love the person.
spiritual influence that controls their actions. Yeah, because Ephesians 6 and 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. And so, and so, so, so in this 21st century, in this pandemic, in this fall season, in this approximately three month, good months left, in the year of our Lord 2021, we find that there is an enemy in the land. And we need to remind ourselves, as John said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Oh, we need to remind ourselves as James said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Oh, we need to remind ourselves as Brother Revelation said and they overcame him, talking about Satan now, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Oh, who's got a testimony this morning? Because you see, when you know who your enemy is, you will not take him lightly. When you take up God's armor, you are ready to enter the battle. When you fight in God's strength, you will not be defeated. But this, I tell you, this is more than us having the power to hold on to God. Because you see, the strength of our salvation is that he is also holding on to us. Isn't that good news? You see, because he holds us. He holds us while the enemy is buffeting us about trying to destroy us and gain victory over our witness. <clears throat> and so we, we therefore must recognize that many times there is more going on than we recognize with our senses. <clears throat> and while we are getting angry, While we are getting angry and upset over the condition of our lives, just talk to folks sometimes. Oh my God. That, that, that you, you're quick to want to move on. They get upset and angry over the condition of their lives. We can't forget that if things are going to change, we have got to change them through the power of God. Oh, can I get a witness? Because you see, our adversary has studied us and has coordinated a plan of attack, aimed at keeping you from enjoying your new life of Christ. Oh, but you need to know, you need to know, you need to know that there's an enemy, I tell you, in the land. And his scheme is so widespread. That if he cannot destroy you, he'll aim his attacks towards the people closest to you and the interests that are near and dear to your heart. Who am I talking to? You see, therefore, therefore, you have to fight not just for yourself, call somebody, but spiritual warfare involves praying. Come on, praying the devil off your kids. Praying him 
to take your mind. Oh, who am I talking to? I know, I know I'm preaching to some of you that are already saved, but I've come to serve notice on you as well. You got to know, you got to know that your salvation was not enough to change the devil's mind about destroying you just because you are saved now. You got salvation on your side. The devil is not going to leave you alone. So you had better get ready. You better get ready for the fight of your life. Oh, stay with us, Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, I heard Hebrews say, but thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, so, so you see, the victory is already ours, but we still have to fight. Why? Because there's an enemy, there's an enemy in the land. But God, being the God he is, in all of his wisdom, he did not leave us down here to fight an enemy that we were not equipped to overcome. You see, he gave us weapons that are for us to use against the walls of the adversary. That is providing that we are not too lazy to use what he gave us. You know, some of us, just we just won't do anything. We wait for God to come down from the heaven and do it for us. Oh, because there are those who are willfully defeated by the enemy. Why? Because they are not put into use that which God hath given. So you asking, you asking, well, pastor, just what did he give us? I'm glad you asked. Because in this time and in this season, you need to know. First of all, he gave us the weapon of prayer. And this should be the first line of defense against the adversary. Yeah, prayer. Learn how to pray. Learn how to talk to your daddy, your heavenly daddy. Yeah, talking about prayer now. You see, prayer should be the first thing that you do when trouble comes. Because it is what you should have been doing all along. What does the word say? Pray without ceasing. And the reason why some people are so weak and can't, they cannot handle a fight is because there's a lack of prayer. Prayer is what strengthens us. Yeah. And if you wait until the enemy shows up to start praying, you are already at a disadvantage. But if you know, if you know how to pray and pray right, God said that whatever you bind on earth, oh, help me, Holy Spirit, God said it will be bound in heaven. Can I get a witness? And he said, whatever you loose on earth, he said it shall be loosed in heaven. And when the devil hears you call on the name Jesus, oh, somebody call on his name Jesus, say it again. Jesus, oh, why don't you just say it again? Jesus, because you see right now, at the sound of his name, Jesus, demons are trembling and strongholds are being loose. Oh, God, help me to preach this word. Somebody need to be calling on Jesus for you found yourself right about down in the dry land. But I declare unto you, when you call on the name of Jesus, I declare unto you, diseases will dry up, marriages will be restored, lives 
as I tell you, will be changed at the sound of just his name, Jesus. Because when you call on the name of Jesus and you began to pray in the authority that Jesus has given you, God will, somebody say God will, God will show up. And when he shows up, he sees, sets things in order. Oh, can I get a witness? There's an enemy. There's an enemy, church. There's an enemy in the land. And God gave us weapons that are for us to use against the wiles of the adversary. Next, there's that gift of fasting. Yeah, he gave us that gift of fasting to fight this warfare. Jesus taught that there are certain spiritual enemies that we fight that will only be defeated by a combination of prayer and fasting. You see, fasting, fasting kills the flesh and it brings a spiritual awareness of the power that God has given. Fasting, fasting, I tell you, makes us aware of spiritual things and aids us in our endeavors to be more, to be more like Jesus. And it makes us to understand what is going on in the spiritual world all around us. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, it takes us to that secret place with God. Oh, you better be aware. There's an enemy, I tell you, in the land. And then, then there's those angels. Yeah, you know you've been assigned one, don't you? Oh, the Bible says in Psalms 34 and 7 that the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. And I thank God. Yeah, I don't know about you. But I thank God for the angels. Because you see, I, I can recall my mom telling us to be careful of how we treat folks. She said, because you just might be entertaining an angel. And I, you know, I didn't understand then because I was young in the natural and I was young in the spiritual. But now, great God from Zion, now that I've lived through some things, now that I've experienced some things, yeah, and now that I'm a bit older in the natural and a bit wiser in the spiritual, I can say, Mom, I know, oh, great God, I know what you meant. I now know what she was trying to prepare us for. You see, she wanted us to know that God works in the spiritual. You can't see the spirit. You just know it's there. Oh, God, stay with me for just a little while. Oh, have you ever experienced, I ask? Have you ever experienced hearing your name called and no one is there? Oh, come on, somebody. Have you ever motioned to go right and something speaks with power and says, no, child, go left? Have you ever experienced seeing or being in the presence of someone? And they talk to you. And you take your eyes off them for a second. And when you look up, they're gone. And you begin to look and to search. And you can't find them anywhere. Oh, God, help us. Help us here. You see, I tell you, you are served notice. You're being served notice. Be careful 
because you might be entertaining an angel. There are times in your life when God's angels are fighting for you and you don't even know it. And yet the enemy is releasing things in the heavens because the angels of the Lord have gone to war on your behalf. Oh, my mind goes back to the story of Daniel and how he prayed to God for the space of three weeks. Notice that he didn't stop praying just because things did not change. Because you see, this is spiritual warfare. And while he was praying, the devil thought to, to hold up his answer from the Lord. Oh, the devil will try to keep things from you. But Michael, the warring angel, went hand to hand with the adversary. And he loosed Daniel's answer uh, from the Lord. Sometimes you got to know God has sent the answer. You haven't received that because the enemy is trying to hold it up. But the angels, my God, are there to assist you in your victory. You just keep on fasting. Oh, you just keep on praying. Because when you pray, God immediately hears your prayers and he dispatches the answer. And those spiritual beings will attempt to block your prayers. It's possible for you to prevail in prayer if you would not give up. But if you would just fast and pray, fast and pray until you get your answer. And finally, there is a weapon that the saints of old really understood. I don't know about you, but I can recall as a youngster in the church, and when someone would do their testimony, someone would come asking for prayer. I could hear the saints of all said, oh, the power of the blood. I plead the power of the blood. You see, the power of the blood, this is one weapon the enemy can't stand. The blood represents the ultimate defeat. Whenever the enemy will attack people years ago, it was common for the saints. Oh, who, who would say, I plead, I plead the blood. Oh, you sick, they say, I plead the blood upon you. Your marriage gone sour. They will plead the blood. Children acted funny. They will plead the blood. All oh, your neighbor couldn't get along. They would plead the blood. Church folks can't get along. They would plead the blood. And when they were rebuking the devil, they would say one of the most damaging things to the ears of the devil. This is something the devil didn't want to hear. Those old folks would say, Satan, plead the blood. The blood is against you. And if the devil... Don't like what he hears. Oh, you got to hear this now. If the devil don't like what he hears, the only way he can cover his ears, he's got to let go of what belongs to you. Great God, thank you, Jesus. Oh, stay with us, Holy Spirit. And this is the reason why to change many things, we must be willing to struggle and go to war. Even if it means that you got to sweat and get dirty in the process to wrestle the notes hand to hand, come back. You got to fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on to eternal life. Oh, you've already won. The word says you've already won, but you still have to fight. The devil would love to ruin you. 
The power, the power, I tell you, to succeed is in your hands. All you have to do is fight. Don't allow, don't allow the enemy to ruin you or anyone else that you know. Come on, somebody. Because you see, your family, your family is worth fighting for. Come on, somebody. Your health, your health is worth fighting for. Your peace of mind is worth fighting for. Your family's souls, who like me, got some family members that you know they've got some lost souls. And you're praying for them in this time and in this season because their souls you recognize that they are worth fighting for. And so you got to roll up your sleeves and go hand to hand. You got to fight for it. Tell that drug addict son, I'm fighting for you. Come on, somebody. Tell your daughter who's not living the life that you know God has purpose for to live. Tell her, I'm fighting her for your life. Tell that lying, cheating husband or wife, I'm fighting her fighting. I'm fighting for your life. Tell them if you pray, you pray too long to see them just die and go to hell. Tell them that you prayed too long to lose them uh, to the streets. Oh, church, I tell you, you got to fight. You got to fight, I tell you. Fight for them until they see the need to fight for themselves. Because if one, come on, somebody, if one can put a thousand to flight, and two can put 10,000 to flight, then sooner or later, everything around you will be covered by the power of God. And so while you're fighting, while you have to fight, remember, you got to remember, hold on to this. Remember, a thousand shall fall at thy side, and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. So I say to you, fight, fight, put on the whole arm of God and fight. Fight with the weapons he has given you. Fight with prayer. Fight with fasting. Fight with your sign angel. Fight with the blood. You fight. You fight. For in due season, you will reap if you faint not. I tell you, there's an enemy. There's an enemy in the land. And he's going to and fro, seeking who he might devour. But I don't know, church. I don't know about you. But as for me, as for Pastor Gwen, for God, I live. And for God, how death. You see, I'm fighting. And I want everything that the devil has taken. Oh, I want everything that the devil is trying to take from me. I've got power. Yeah, I've been redeemed. And I've got Holy Ghost power. And I'm using all the tools God has given me to fight with. Oh, are you fighting? Satan, you have no power. You've got no power. You've got no power, Satan. Come on, somebody. Tell them. Tell them. You've got no power, Satan. I take my husband back. I take my wife back. I take back my children. I take back my house. I take back my job. Satan, I take back my health. And I even take my wealth. I plead. You see, I plead 
I plead the blood. Come on, somebody help me, saints. Plead the blood. Oh, who's pleading the blood? I plead the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, church, there's an enemy you got to know. In these last months, as we go through in 2021, I, I need you to know that there's an enemy in the land. And you got to fight. You got to fight. You got to fight with power. Holy Ghost power. Oh, you got to fight so you can take back what he's taken from you. You got to fight so he will not. He will not even begin to think that he has won. You got to fight and you got to plead the blood. You got to plead the blood of Jesus so that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. The doors of the church are now open. Will there be one? If you are listening through social media, will you be a blessing today? Give God your heart. Give God your heart. Take on a new mindset. Take on a new mindset. Because there's an enemy in the land. And if that is you, then stand to your feet and pray this prayer with me. Lord, I know that I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Lord, save me. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and as my Savior. And if you pray that prayer, then you're saved. If not, GVCC, we welcome you. Become a virtual member with us. Come on, get on board. Get on board. We will help you to walk the walk. We will help you to live the life. We will help you to get to know who this God is. We will help you. We will help you in the time of your storms. For truly... There are storms that all of us will go through. I have mine, and you will have yours. But together, touching and agreeing with God, we can get through. We can reign. We can be victorious. Get to know him for yourself, that you might live the greater vision that he has for your life. And that. Satan, Satan will have no power over you. For there is, I tell you, there is.